What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Thursday, October 17th. Hope all you guys have had a great week up till now. Hope all you guys are continuing to work hard, grind hard, stay in your pace, stay in your lane. Don't worry about what other people are doing because what's for you will always be for you. And what you don't have, you don't need right now. You, you will be okay. Don't stress the little things, especially when they won't mean anything to you in a couple of days. And just enjoy life and embrace life. You know, you could be going through a lot worse things. You know, God has blessed you up to this point. Don't ever take anything for granted. You know, even just waking up every day, being able to smile, being able to pray, being able to talk, walk, have sight in your eyes, whatever it is, just appreciate your blessings. Trust me, people don't understand all the blessings that you really have in this life while they're here. But with that being said, let me get out my preacher mode. want to comment you guys today and talk about some big time commitments that took place. And then we'll talk about a little bit of preseason basketball and why I haven't been talking about preseason basketball too. So first and foremost, getting into some recruiting. Five-star forward Isaiah Todd, who is a 6'10 power forward from Baltimore, Maryland, currently goes to Word of God Christian Academy in North Carolina, which is the same school that John Wall went to, and they produced a whole bunch of basketball players and one of the best basketball programs in the state of North Carolina. And he also played on the Nike EYBL circuit this past summer with Knight Riders Elite, which is the EYBL's affiliate, one of the EYBL affiliates from the state of Florida, where he averaged 17.7 points per game. 50% from the field, 1.4 assists per game, 8.3 rebounds per game, and 1.6 blocks per game. Now, Isaiah Todd is the reason why they have him as a five-star player on every recruiting site because he's that good. He can shoot the ball. He can post up. He has a really good post game. Solid footwork. Um, He's he's not the most, how should I say, he's not, he's kind of like a, I don't want to say goofy, but he's kind of like, has, I don't know what the word is, but he's just like, He's fun, I guess you can say. He's a real go-getter. He's tough. He's physical. On the defensive end, he is really good at guarding multiple positions. And I think that's one key thing with NBA scouts that like Isaiah Todd a lot. He can guard multiple positions, and I really mean that. He's tough, and like his jumper is going to get him millions of dollars in the NBA. Believe me when I say that. He's going to get a lot of money just because he's 6'10", and can do it all, literally. He kind of reminds me of Anthony Davis, even though at the same stage, Anthony Davis was just more of a shot blocker, an elite-level shot blocker at that. But they kind of play similar, but Isaiah Todd is better at this stage. And I'm not saying he's going to end up being better than Anthony Davis because obviously Anthony Davis put in a lot of work to get where he's at. But Isaiah Todd, the potential is honestly uh, limitless. Like, he is a special, special player. He's the next big-time player out of the the DMV. Um, And he's just... He's different, honestly. He's built different. I, ever since I watched him, I watched him play for Team USA a couple of times. I watched him play in the Nike YBL circuit. He's just exciting, and he's a big piece in the future of basketball. I cannot wait to watch him in college. But today, he has announced his commitment to the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, playing for the Wolverines and Coach Jawan Howard, newly head coach Jawan Howard, shall I say that, originally a member of the Fab Five, who played in the NBA for 19 seasons before becoming an assistant coach with the Miami Heat. But this is a really good move. And yes, I am a Michigan State fan, but I do like this move a lot because not only are they do they both play the same position, his head coach and him at power forward, but Jawan Howard deserves to get these type of kids. These five-star kids, Michigan is a national brand. Whether people like it or not, 
you have to admit that Michigan is definitely a national brand with, with their sports, with their all the athletics, to be honest with you, with the school. But this is a really good pickup. He's going to join uh, four-star point guard Zeb Jackson, who's originally from Maumee, Ohio, but currently plays his high school basketball at Monverde Academy down in Orlando, Florida. But this is a really big pickup. And I honestly think they are not done in the recruiting class for Michigan. I think they might get one, maybe two more players. But this is a really really big time get for Jawan Howard. This is a, this is one of those commitments that's going to be a domino effect because once you see a five-star player take his talents to a school that not a lot of kids usually go to, like we all know Coach Beeline, he did a pretty good job recruiting kids, don't get it twisted, and he got his type of players. He didn't really recruit the McDonald's All-Americans type, which Isaiah Todd would definitely be, but he got kids that he could develop and turn into future NBA players like Nick Stauskas, Karis LeVert, um, Trey Burke, he got those type of players. He got some really solid players. But getting these type of players and at least having them for one year is a really good look for Michigan basketball because their football team has kind of been a letdown. But with Jawan Howard, the excitement that he's bringing, obviously, you know, he was he had them days with the Fab Five, but now it's a whole different mood in Ann Arbor now. And yes, I cannot wait to play him. I you know I hope we beat the brakes off of him. But I still support Jawan Howard because he's an African-American head coach. But nonetheless, Michigan got a very, very good player. He's going to be in Ann Arbor for at least for one year. I guarantee you he's going to be a one-and-done player. He's talented, ultra-versatile. He's aggressive. He knows what he wants. And he's going to get the job done. I think Jawan Howard is going to really develop him and help him take his game to the next level in order to get to that next level. And he's going to be a very, very special, special player to keep an eye on over once he gets up to Ann Arbor um, next spring or fall. But that is Isaiah Todd. Uh, he was also down to Kansas, too. Um, I guess he just, you know, he visited Kansas and wasn't really his thing. So, but it is what it is. I know Bill Self and, and company, they might go through some FBI stuff, but it is what it is. But he actually visited Ann Arbor's campus, uh, Michigan's campus, on September 27th to the 29th. Heard he had a phenomenal visit. Him and his mom went up there to visit. Heard they loved the coaching staff. They loved everything about Michigan. So I honestly seen this one coming. Great pickup for Michigan. And I think I truly think they'll probably get one, maybe two more kids in this recruiting class. But that's definitely a very, very good kid to get. I mean, because Jawan Howard didn't necessarily – recruit Zeb Jackson. Zeb Jackson was a John Beeline recruit and he just stayed committed because he believed in the vision that Jawan Howard uh, has for Michigan. So that's a good thing for him. But getting Isaiah Todd is major. But with that being said, let's move on to another commitment that took place earlier today on SportsCenter. Devin Askew, who was a 6'3 point guard, Origi I believe he's originally from, I don't know, actually, I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I have no clue where he's from. I'm, I don't, like all the recruiting services say he's from Santa Ana, but I'm pretty sure he's not from Santa Ana. But regardless, he currently goes to Modern Day High School, the legendary Modern Day High School that's produced a whole bunch of players from Stanley Johnson to Bowl Bowl. Head coach Gary McKnight has been there for a million years. It feels like he's one of the greatest coaches, in, or he is the greatest coach in, in all the California high school basketball history, in my humble opinion. Um, but Devin Askew is in, originally in the class of 2021, but I do believe he will reclassify into the class of 2020. He played on Russell Westbrook's team, Why Not, in the Nike EYBL circuit, which is a team based out of Los Angeles here in L.A., um, where he averaged 11.6 points per game, shooting 40% from the field, 5.1 assists per game, 4.8 rebounds per game, and 1.9 steals per game, almost two steals per game. But... He was originally down to a final four of Kentucky, 
Memphis, Louisville, and Arizona. And in the end, he committed to the Kentucky Wildcats out in Lexington. Coach Calipari and staff have done a crazy phenomenal job with this 2020 recruiting class. When it comes to, you know, him, you add him alongside Cameron Fletcher, who's a 6'6 forward out of St. Louis. You add him also with Brandon Boston, who's a 6'7 forward out of Atlanta, Georgia, but currently plays out here in LA. You add him with BJ, I mean, excuse me, Terrence Clark, who's originally from Boston. He's one of the best players in, in the entire country. And then you add him with Lance Ware, who's a really versatile power forward out of New Jersey. So this is a really star-studded class. But Devin Askew's game, honestly, it's funny because he's not the most talented player out there, even though he is ranked as the number one point guard in the class of 2021. But as I stated earlier, I do think he will reclassify into the class of 2020, and this will be his last year at modern day. He's not the most talented point guard out there. Like, he doesn't None of his skills really jump off the wall with you, but he has all the little intangibles that just separate him as a player. He's tough. He competes hard on both ends of the floor. He loves to go at you on offense. He's not afraid to, to go at your chest and try and get to the rack, you know, through you, over you, around you, whatever the case may be. On defense, he is a tough, tough competitor. He loves to get five counts. He loves to clap in your face and say, yeah, all that type of stuff. He is a true and ultimate competitor. And coaches have noticed that. He actually played in the Peach Jams championship game against Mo Can Elite, but he played on a really good team alongside Namari Burnett, Jalen Green, um, Addison Patterson, and a couple other players like Taryn Frank. And they just played in his uh, high school teammate, Wil Wilhelm uh, Breidenbach, and they had a really good team. And Devin Askew was a huge part of that just because the intangibles are just crazy. Like, he knows what he's doing. He doesn't ever try to get too fancy. He doesn't waste any dribbles. You know, he gets where he wants to. He's comfortable doing whatever. Really good facilitator. This is a huge Huge pickup for Coach Calipari and the Kentucky Wildcats. And, of course, this is Kentucky. I do not think this is the last recruit that the Wildcats will get. I believe they will also get Kay Cunningham, which would probably bring Devin Askew off the bench, but that does not matter because Coach Calipari is going to get him ready and prepped for the NBA. But nonetheless, Devin Askew is now a Kentucky Wildcat. He will finish off his senior year of high school at Modern Day in Santa Ana, Santa Ana California, excuse me, out in Orange, the Orange County area. But Devin Askew is a really good player. I like him a lot. He's going to thrive playing under Coach Cal. He loves, you know, Coach Cal, he's one of those coaches that gets in your face. He tells you when you're wrong. He doesn't care about your five-star status or nothing like that, even though he goes after those five-star kids. But he doesn't care. He's going to help you get better. He's going to prepare you for not even just the NBA, but just life in general. But it is what it is. Really, really good pickup. I think Kate Cunningham will commit probably in the next few weeks. I think he has to take one more official visit to the University of Washington, and I think that's when he'll wrap up his official visits, and then he'll probably sit down and discuss with the family where he wants to go, and he'll probably end up rocking that Kentucky blue in the end. But moving on, that is some commitments, some big-time commitments at that. I want to talk to you guys about some preseason basketball. Now, I'll tell you why earlier I don't like talking about preseason basketball because it's preseason basketball, and not knocking preseason basketball, but let's just face the facts. A lot of people are just getting in a groove. As hard as you work in the summer, it's nothing like getting real in-game reps. Like, all the training and stuff, it's great. Obviously, it's, you know, perfect to get better. There's nothing wrong with that. You get paid to play basketball, millions of dollars at that. But it's nothing like in-game reps. In preseason, it's like everybody's trying to get acclimated to game speed again. That's all it is. And 
it is what it is. I like seeing certain players. I like seeing certain players get comfortable. And I think it's a, it's a good time for rookies to take advantage, um, especially trying to get, you know, a step above everybody else. But some of the rookies that have been really impressing me, and I said one of these guys' names because I knew he was going to be good. But a couple other guys I want to mention is Celtics point guard, Carson Edwards, point guard slash shooting guard out of Purdue. I seen this one coming. To be honest, or I won't say I seen it coming, but as a Michigan State fan, Purdue is in the Big Ten. I've watched Carson Edwards for the past couple years at Purdue. I think three years now. He would have been, I believe, he would have been a senior if he stayed at Purdue this year. But you know, I've seen Carson Edwards for the past three years. Originally from Houston, Texas. Matt Painter got him all the way out to West Lafayette, Indiana, and you know he's a bucket. It's plain and simple. If you not even if you're a college basketball fan, but if you just watch March Madness this past year and you watch that game versus Virginia, I think he went off for close to 40 points. And I believe either last night or two, I believe it was two nights ago, they played the Cavs in Cleveland and he went off for eight three-pointers in the third quarter alone. And I believe he finished with 30 points, maybe even more. And he just has that that go. He can get a bucket in a flash. He, he's a microwave type of scorer. Like once he gets hot, He's not coming down anytime soon. Like He is a big-time bucket getter, and the Celtics might have just gotten a big-time steal in the long run. We'll see how it plays out. But another player who I said I knew was going to be a problem in the NBA because it was honestly obvious. I watched him play in the Drew League last year before he went off to USC. He had some off-the-court troubles at USC, but in the end, all he wanted to do was hoop. A lot of people, a lot of scouts out there said, you know, his, his mind's not right. It's not ready for the NBA game and stuff like that. But, man, put the ball in his hands, and he's going to create some excitement. And he's going to sell out some tickets. And that is Kevin Porter Jr., originally from the Seattle, Washington area. Seattle has another big-time hooper from Jamal Crawford, Nate Robinson, DeJounte Murray. They produce him. But Kevin Porter Jr., I knew was going to be special ever since high school. He has one of the best plays of all time where literally he goes behind the back and then he jumped. I, I can't even remember. I mean, he goes like behind the back and then he just jumps over this dude and just completely baptizes him and dunks all over him. But nonetheless, the way he plays is honestly kind of just like Jamal Crawford. Like he, he, Jamal Crawford is also from Seattle, went to Michigan though. But Jamal, Jamal Crawford and him just both have the ball on a string. They move effortless. Their handle is super nasty. It's super tight. You're not going to steal the ball from them because it's just not, it's not easy to do. And they just know how to get buckets. And Kevin Porter, not only is he just shifty as I don't know what, he is athletic as hell. He's probably about 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six when I seen him. Um, I stood eye level next to him, actually. And the bounce and the athleticism is crazy. And the way, you know, a lot of people were saying his jumper is kind of like, um, his, his the release on the jumper is fast. But they were saying his jumper is kind of low, so it might be easy to block. But that's not the case because he's so good at creating separation that he can get a shot off versus anybody. I mean, all the top defenders in the NBA are going to have problems guarding him. I guarantee you, once he gets it fully adjusted to the NBA game and style of play, it's going to be a wrap. Cleveland has a really, really solid young core. John Beeline should be happy with the young core that his team drafted this past year. Um, and that leads us to another Cavaliers player that I knew was going to be good. I just had to see how he was going to fully recover from that ACL injury that he took. And that is Darius Garland. Darius Garland, originally from, I believe, Tennessee. I believe he's from, I want, uh, I believe he's from Nashville. Um, actually went to the University of Vanderbilt, stayed close to home. Um, didn't play for the Commodores. I think he might have played one or two games before he tore his ACL. South the whole year. Pretty much just dropped out of Vanderbilt and prepared for the draft. Still went lottery. A lot of teams, you know, were looking into him 
ultimately the Cavs ended up drafting him, and he's turning out to look pretty good. He looks solid. He still has the speed. He's still really quick with the ball. He's a sniper from distance. He's fast. He's a really young point guard, obviously, but he's another one. You know, the Cavs have a really young, nice young core. Like with him, Colin Sexton, Kevin Porter Jr., Dylan Windler should be good. Uh, they still have Larry Nance. They still have Jordan Clarkson. The Cavs have something there. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that they're going to make the playoffs or anything like that. But when you're just talking about the, the future, it's definitely bright. And I know it's post. it's been this post-LeBron era. Hopefully, it doesn't you know harm the Cavs too long. But they have the pieces. And Darius Garland is going to be a big piece of that. He's just a smooth operator. He's just smart with the ball. Just very, very good point guard. But he had 16 points the other night versus the Boston Celtics in Cleveland. And then... And then the last player who plays for my favorite team in the Miami Heat is Tyler Hero. Now, Tyler Hero is, ever since he said it at Kentucky, is a bucket. And that is exactly what he is. Originally from the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area, he went to Whitnall High School, was committed to Wisconsin, then decommitted, then committed to Kentucky, played at Kentucky for a year, and he gets drafted in the lottery to the Pat Riley and Miami Heat. And now he's in the perfect situation. So he got his first start the other night versus the Atlanta Hawks. And literally, he goes off for four straight threes in the first quarter and 14 points all in the first quarter. And he ends up finishing with 23 points. He is another microwave type of scorer. We always knew that he was one of the best shooters in the class. Not even just best shooters. We always knew he was one of the best scorers in this class. And he's proven to show that. I already said, he needs to be in the starting lineup. It should be Justice Winslow, Tyler Hero, uh, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Myers Leonard. That should be the Heat's starting lineup. You bring Goran Dragic off the bench, uh, Deion Waiters off the bench, Kelly Olynyk off the bench. They have a really solid squad. Derek Jones, the Heat look really good. And Tyler Hero is going to be that cornerstone franchise piece for years to come for the Miami Heat. He is a really good player, especially playing alongside an all-star player like Jimmy Butler. His game is going to flourish because he works out with Jimmy Butler a lot, and Jimmy's only going to make him better because that's one of the, the best perimeter defenders in the league, and you get to practice against him every damn day. There's no reason you should not be getting better. So that is that. Just my little recap of the preseason. Like I said, never take it too serious. The NBA season starts in a little bit under, I believe, six days now. I believe it's next Wednesday. So look out for that. But as always, go shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports. Um, go check out their podcast. Go feature on um, feature on their podcast network. They do a really good job with all their content, whether it's football, basketball, wrestling, golf, soccer, tennis, whatever. If you love sports, Nuts and Bolts Sports is the place for you. But as always, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share, and all those other good things. If you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. Please, please, please. That's how we grow and share and spread the podcast and get it to bigger and better places. We're always trying to go to newer and bigger heights. But as always, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. You guys have a beautiful and blessed rest of your day. Have a beautiful and rest of your weekend or getting into the weekend, shall I say. Relax, enjoy your family. But as always, peace, love, and blessings gone.